broadcast. I'm your host, Robert Jones. This is the broadcast where we oppose unbiblical sayings and societal norms through the Bible that are designed to remove God from our faith. That's in Jude 1 and 3. Simply, what it means is that through dealing with the societal norms and the unbiblical sayings that we may hear, then it will encourage someone to continue to fight, to continue to contend for what is right. We thank you for tuning in on today, the Saturday, May 20th, 2017. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your praise, your presence, your glory, your anointing, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to touch each and every person that's listening in the name of Jesus, Lord. Move by your spirit. Move by your might. We come against everything that would attack their minds, that would attack their bodies in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord Jesus, rebuke you. You have no authority. You have no power here. You have no power here. Great is he that's in me. In he that's in the world, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you're doing right now. Increase us, enlarge our territory, Lord Jesus. Oh, remove the hand of the enemy from around our bodies, our minds, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Lord Jesus. Let us down in your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for it right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we truly thank the Lord for you on today, for the Lord allowing you to tune in to our broadcast, amen. We are excited once again. We're dealing with a topic, amen, on today that I know many people have an issue with or have issues with or who have dealt with this. And we're dealing with forgiveness or unforgiveness. It's interchangeable and depending on what's the situation, but we're dealing with how to forgive, that is an issue in our society. That is an issue in the body of Christ. Many times things happen to people in their lives and they don't feel as though they can forgive or they will not forgive. But, you know, when, you're not, when you don't forgive, you open up a doorway to Satan. And we know that and we understand that Satan is a legalist. He deals with legal uh, terminologies. And if you are... Uh, uh, a person that don't forgive you will have an accessibility or you are accessible to him um, more than a person who has forgiven or does forgive. Forgiveness, the definition of forgiveness is the act or process of absolving, dismissing, or pardoning from guilt. I Read that again. Let me read that again. The act or process of absolving, dismissing, or pardoning from guilt. And that's a hard topic. Uh, and I understand that many times we may have issues in this area. Things have happened. Uh, people have done us things, have done you things, uh, some loved ones. And it's hard sometimes to forgive. Forgiving is not an easy it, 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 it's not an easy thing to do, especially when we don't feel like it, especially when you don't feel like you should. You've been violated. Somebody did you something and, and hear this preacher telling you that you need to forgive. You need to for, for put it behind you. You need to move forward. But once this offense sets in, it's almost impossible to move forward. See, that's the thing. 
you know, people say, well, you forgive and forget. And sometimes that's hard. Some people may forgive, but they can't forget. Some people may uh, uh, have forgotten it. You know, uh, I put it not necessarily forgotten it for real. Some people say, oh, I forgot it. But they re still remember because when that person come around them, you know, they get a little, uh, a little edgy with them. So forgiveness is letting go of the notion that, 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 you, um, and it's going to sound kind of touchy, letting go of the notion that someone owes you something. Now, a person does owe you an apology. If, if they are alive, if they was able to remember, if they even acknowledge that they've done something. But after that, you have to move on. You have to move on. You can't keep staying in the spot that you've been in to believe that somebody constantly owe you something. And when I let me let me let me let me broaden that because when you get past the person who may have offended you or have offended you, then let's look at um, family members. Let's look at uh, spouses and friends and people who love you. Love you. Um, hopefully those, those are not the people who did something to you where you can't forgive. But for the sake of time, let's just say it's one of those people. And they're trying their hardest to get to, uh, to understand you. To, to understand why you are the way you are and why you're so non-trusting and why does these issues keep coming up. Well, now you're needing them to uh, put themselves in, in, a, in, in, a, in a position with you where they can't um, ever um, get get close to you. Because as I'm talking, I'm, I'm trying to get these words, you know, that will um, that will connect with you. Because it's a touchy, this is a really, really touchy subject. And what unforgiveness, this is touchy. You know, you can't just, I've, I've been around long enough to know you can't just tell people to move on. And that's the thing you got to be watchful of. I've heard uh, uh, different um, uh, gospel preachers say stuff like, you just need to move on. We are a touchy society and, 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 and you need to just move past it and let bygones be bygones. And I get that. I get that exactly what they're saying but to the person who has been violated you can't just tell them just to move on because sometimes it is hard so we want to deal with that how to move on through scripture of course i mean I, if you know if scripture is not what you're looking for on this broadcast then you might have tuned into the wrong one uh because we deal with it through scripture that's the only way we can overcome so forgiveness is not excusing the sin or letting a person off the hook. It's not letting a person off the hook. So what? So 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 what is not forgiveness? So, well, I well, preacher, I, I I hear what you're saying, but I believe, well, forgiveness is not the same as reconciliation, because in reconciliation it takes two. Only one forgives that person who who done you something, or who may have told you something, or whatever the violation uh, was. They may not be available. To come to that conclusion, to acknowledge and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize what I did. And forgiveness is not letting the guilty, uh, as we said earlier, off the hook. It is moving the guilty from your hook to God's hook. I'm moving the guilty from my hook to take care of it. Not religiously, because we have a lot of religious cliches out out in our society and, it, you know, uh, um, you know, people say stuff like, God make one step, you make two. That's not in the Bible. 
you know. Uh, um, you know, we we have little cliches we use that sound good, but they're not good for you, and they're not biblical. Um, so forgiveness is not based on what is fair. Forgiveness is not based on what is fair. It was not fair. Think about the cross. It wasn't fair for him to die on the cross to die on the cross for for us, but he did it. So it's not about being fair because some things happen to you. And I just want to, and, and, I, and I do this from time and time again, but I just want to just say on today, I'm sorry for what may have happened to you. I'm sorry for what may have happened to you. If you just need to have somebody to say they're sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not the person that did it, but sometimes that can help a person just by hearing the words. Amen? So what is God's heart? What do God think about forgiveness? So God commands pretty much that we forgive each other. It is a commandment that we forgive each other. You have to forgive others. You cannot hold people how much you may want to. You cannot just hold people. Amen. You, you have to let people go. You have to let them go. You have to move on because it's many times it's affecting you. It's affecting you. You can't just keep holding and holding and holding. Let's go to Ephesians 4 and 32. We're going to get some scriptures in here so we can be able to uh, better uh, understand this. Ephesians 4 and 32. And it says, And be ye kind one to another, forgiving, well, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, First of all, you're being kind one to another. That's the first step. This not necessarily, this may not be just you. You may be kind. You may be that person. But we're talking about to stop a real fence. Along people come along all the time that that may not know this. You know, you kind of mean to people. You're kind of uh, uh, short with people. Well, the scripture tells the Bible says for you, for us, for me, you, us. We, to be kind to one another. We in Ephesians 4 and 32. Be kind to one another. Tender hearted. Your heart must be what? Tender. You can't have a hard heart dealing with people. You're talking to people any kind of way. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another. You have to forgive one another. Not the people that you deem worthy. You know, what I've seen and noticed in society that there are people that can do other folks anything, and they will still keep forgiving them and keep letting them get another chance and another chance and another chance. And the people who they don't like or the people who they uh, feel like, you know, they're not worthy of forgiveness, they can do anything, and they're ready to destroy them. I've seen this with my own eyes. People that some of us like, they can get away with more. Versus the person that we don't like or we don't care for. And that's not what the Bible said. The Bible said be kind to one another, tender tender hearted, forgiving one another. And it goes on to say, even as God, for Christ's sake, had forgiven you. Think about the things you've done of I've, even me. That we've done that the Lord have forgiven us for. So we can't just be hard on everybody who done us something. Yeah, there's some things that were tragic. Yeah, there's some things that were unexcusable. 
But even with those things, we have to give those things to God. We cannot continue to hold on. One of the biggest things I hear a lot of times is people who've been molested. That is a that that is that is a a a, a pandemic. That is a, a major issue in societies across the world. I'm not saying to to move past it, but what I am saying is those things happen in different situations. We don't know the situation. We don't know what makes that happen. I mean, we have studies and research to talk about it, but you know, most of it, a lot of it, is a spirit of perverseness, a, a spirit of lust. So you know, you still have to um, move on because when because when you have the ability to speak and talk about something that's saying that the Lord have given you something to be able to move forward. Amen. So you have to move forward. Whatever it is, racism, that's another one. You know, people say things to other folks. There's a lot of things that happens in our society that will um, get people to that place of what unforgiveness or not wanting to forgive. So God wants us to forgive others because he forgives. We already read that one. God wants us to see unforgiveness as a sin. Now, this is where it gets kind of gets kind of touchy here because you mean to tell me that, you know, somebody did me something I didn't ask to be done this to, and you mean to tell me, now nah, I'm sinning? But when you have all the extra with it and all the, the emotions with it, many times it's not necessarily the sin of, um, you know, well, what they did was wrong, but it's the attitude behind how we deal with it. You know, I, I was one growing up. I was bullied. I was bullied horrendously growing up. And I would have to be in situations where I still would be around these people. I remember times when, you know, you're talking about going to the library after 3 o'clock. You know, that's why I stayed so I wouldn't get in trouble. Not that I was scared of the people. I just didn't want to fight because we were raised uh, differently. We were raised to turn the other cheek and nothing's wrong with that. But what I found out was that, you know, I just always was bullied and, and talked about. And, and, and I mean, but the Lord, I, I never had the spirit of unforgiveness. I forgave people that did me things that that, that didn't. And, and, um, and, and I never had the unforgiveness because I knew that something, even young, that something wasn't just right. Something wasn't right with this individual that's talking to me like this, that's doing this to me, that's pushing me, that's, that's, that's talking uh, 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 down to me. I, I, I knew something wasn't right. So that's just a one example. You know, yours may be major or more. One thing I learned in our society, somebody's always uh, uh, done something or something's always bigger than the next person's issue. But we still, at the end of the day, the Bible doesn't say, the Bible does not say uh, when it comes to this stuff uh, this sin that was done to you, you can uh, let that one. You don't have to worry about forgiveness. But when it comes to this one, you definitely have to forgive. The Lord didn't take them and make them. Uh, this one here is, is worthy of it, and this one is not. All unforgiveness, according to the Bible, is sin. James four and seventeen. It says, therefore, to him that know it to do good. Now, some of us know that we shouldn't still hold the the feelings and the emotions that we have. And some of us know we shouldn't still hold those things, but some of us, sometimes we do. Therefore, to him that know it to do good and do it not, to him it is sin. When you know to do better, when you know to change, when you know not to continue to hold people. Because one thing about it is, if you hold one person, many times we hold someone else. The holding never stops. 
you know, you meet you meet a person in your life. Many times relationships are messed up behind that. Um, you will be in a relationship and that person treated you horribly. And the next person come along that love you with all of their heart. They can't ever experience the full you because you've always you you always thinking that they're up to something. See, when you don't deal with when, when you don't uh, 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 let the unforgiveness go and let the Lord Jesus Christ have it, then you start to you start to act funny towards people who love you. You run people away from you. People can't you can't trust people, and then they don't know what to do with that because they didn't do you anything. The person who and you know what's amazing many times. I've I've heard people that you tell that offended you and did wrong to you, you still them when as you please. And 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 when you and then when you upset with them again, many times people bring that back up again. I've seen this. I've 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 seen this with my own eyes. I've heard people say, "Well, this person did me dust and so," and then you come along and you say, "Well, wow, really? Oh man, I didn't know that." Well, what you going to do? Or, or, or how you going to think? Of, well, you know, let's pray about it. Oh, no, I forgave them. And then later on, they come back and say they're mad with them again because this or that. When you truly have forgiven a person, it's not a back and forward. It's just clear, clean. You know, you've done. You you you, get, you gave it up. You see them. It doesn't change. You, you, you don't have emotions. You don't have any feelings of disregard towards them. You totally have forgiven them. Amen. So God wants us to overcome evil with good. That is another one of the things that we deal with in this broadcast because our society tells us that we shouldn't do that. Our society tells us if you do me something, I'm going to do you something back. I'm not going to let you keep doing me nothing. I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you uh, 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 who you're playing with. So Romans 12 and 21 says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with what? With good. That's scripture. And once again, it's, it may not be easy because we live in a place in the world that does not uh, teach this much. You know, you could get it in some churches, but many times if you do wrong, you know, if you do wrong to me, I'm going to do wrong back to you. You're not being unreal. I mean, you have emotion. We have emotion. Somebody do you something, you're going to be angry. The Bible say, uh, be angry and sin not. It wasn't the actual thing about ang being angry that the Lord is dealing with. He's dealing with the sin part of angry, uh, anger. And it says, don't let the sun go down on your ride. Don't let a new day come in and you're still mad with your spouse. You're still mad with your children. You're still mad with your friend. You're still mad with your parents or something because you, uh, uh, you know, you don't forgive them what they did. They, 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 you know, for some kids, you know, they believe that, um, if you stand in your parents' house, you know, and I'm talking biblical. I'm not talking what the world is talking about. If you got kids and they stand in your house, there's no, it's no such thing as uh, uh, their business, what they have. They're, you, they're standing in your home because you know what? You look at it. Okay, so people say stuff like, well, you know, if if my kid, I respect their privacy. You know what? We, I, I, I respect my children's privacy too. And I respect my children's privacy as long as they don't give me reason to think otherwise. But if you know you got somebody in your house that's not um, on the up and up, whether whoever it is, kids, family, whatever, you need to be checking on and making sure that you're secure. Because guess what? If 
something illegal goes on in your home and you got the cops involved, they're not going to come and say, well, you know what? Because this your home, I'm going to let you go check and see if dust and so going on. No, they're going to come in with probable cause and everybody in that home is going to be affected behind what's, behind what's going on. So we can't get to the place of getting and feeling like, you know what, you know, I'm not going to deal with these issues. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to let bygones, you know, I'm just going to leave stuff alone. You know, some of this stuff we just leave alone and we let stuff grow. So when you are dealing with issues that's before you, people of God, uh, if you're not a, a, a believer, people, you still, if you're not a believer, you still was created by God. You see, so you're still a person of God, a people of God, in the, in the sense of that. So, but you have to deal with the issue. You can't go around not forgiving. Being, because the, the, our world have, you know, this country, um, you know, because we broadcast outside of uh, United States. This country is a wonderful country to live in for the liberty. But when you start to see how we've gotten over the years and people just saying things and not caring for one another, this country is not what it seems. Um, this country is not what it believes it is. We you know sometimes we believe we just is great country, and I believe we're great in the sense of opportunity. But as far as moodiness and attitudes and all the things we have, we have some growing to do. We have some growing to do. So one of the things I know. Many people deal with is the unforgiveness. I don't want to forgive you. I, you know, even movies. You know, movies. Some of the fa some of your favorite movies are, are. I'm not calling any names, but some of your favorite movies are popular for that for for that one scene when you get to get back when you get to get back when you get to get the person who did you something. You, you you get retribution. You see movies where, you know, they have a woman getting beat or the man getting beat or the children. Something happened horribly. And then at the end of the scene, they finally get a chance to get them back. And then you're on the edge of your seat saying, get them, get them. Yeah, do this, do this. Our society, the movie uh, industry, people know that that's what sells. So that's why it's popular to have movies where there's retribution and there's, and there's get back and all of those things. Because that's what sells in our society. So... When you're dealing with the forgiveness part, one thing you need to do is face the offense. You must face the truth of what actually happened and do not hinder the true healing. Don't hinder the healing from coming in. Don't, 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 don't minimize the, what happened. Don't minimize it. How badly the, 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 um, the issue was, don't minimize it um, because it may help you. It's going to help you to, to, to continue to get healed. Amen? Let's go to Ephesians 5 and 11. Because healing, you have to deal with your emotions behind it. If the person is no longer around or the person is, 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 you know, is not accessible to you, you still have to start the process of asking the Lord to forgive you for any things that you held. Because on, on another note, this, attacks, this affects your body. This can bring, uh, studies show that it can bring diseases and other type of ailments to your body. Ephesians 5 in 11, it says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. So when something is dark, when something, you know, because um, um, uh, unforgiveness gets dark. Unforgiveness starts out, you know, people haven't talked to their family members, their mother, their father in years. And, and I, 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 would, I, would, I, would, I would ask you on today, if you haven't talked to your family members 
you, and in years, why don't you call them? Won't, won't you pick up the phone and give them a call? Give them a call and say, you know what, I, I can't continue to go on like this. Everything shouldn't be dramatized by debt. You know, you only got so many days to live and now you, you know, going in. No, everything shouldn't be dramatized like that. What, what about just calling a person and saying, you know what, you know, I forgive you. I forgive you. I, I, I move on. I, I don't hold you anymore. You'll be surprised at what will happen when you forgive a person and, 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 and when you receive uh, uh, um, forgiveness. Sometimes there's unforgiveness for something we've done. Sometimes you people done stuff that was horrible and they don't forgive themselves. But God is in the forgiving business. So we, we have to know that God is in the forgiving, 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 excuse me, business. He loves to forgive. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs 24 and 24. We thank the Lord for you on today. I pray that this message helps you. Amen. We moving and, and we're growing and we're learning. Amen. I, I ask that you continue to pray. Amen. For what we're doing. Amen. That the Lord will increase it. Amen. So Proverbs 24 and 24 and this is what happens you know eventually you get you know if you don't forgive then you, you move on to something else the proverbs 24 and 24 says he that said unto the wicked thou righteous him shall the people curse nations shall of her or hate so dealing with this when you're dealing with somebody who's guilty or who's who's wrong or who did wrong who 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 was wicked and who don't want to, you know, because many times when you're dealing with unforgiveness, many times the people are still doing what they was doing. I've heard stories of this where people say, well, I thought I was the only one that was, this, this was happening to, whether it's a scam or whatever. And, and when you find out the person it is wicked, when you find out this person is not right, then, 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 then you know how to deal accordingly. accordingly. So a, a, a person who says to the wicked, you are innocent, will be cursed by many and denounced by nations. So you're not making a person to be innocent if they're not. We're not telling you to uh, uh, excuse the, the person's behavior. See, you know, because people say, oh, you you know, you get a pass. You don't get a pass for, for doing things to people that you shouldn't have did. But you, but you can forgive them. And if hopefully and prayerfully the person is not doing what they uh, was doing, uh, hopefully the person is not still doing what they've been doing. Amen. So feel the offense. You know, feel the offense. Feel it. Well, what do you mean, preacher? So anger or even hatred toward a, an offender needs to be brought up out of the basement of your soul or out of how you, you know, don't pretend feel the offense. In other words, remember how I felt. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. Well, you know what? You know, we deal with deliverance and I deal with deliverance. And one thing I found out is the things that we hide, the things that we say that we all write about. I've seen this with my own eyes. You do deliverance with people and you start talking to this person and you dealing with that demon, that thing inside of that person. And you tell that person, you know, you tell that, that thing, you know, who, who am I speaking with? And all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden things change and that that entity will speak out of them people or that person and say my name is anger my name is hatred or my name is unforgiveness and i've been here such and such a time and and then all of a sudden all the the niceness all the pretense all the parts of that person that they uh try to hide it comes up stop hiding what you're dealing with let it be known. Let it be known how through through the Lord. That's the that's the ultimate one. Let the Lord know. Many times, as a you know, as a man, I can say that we are taught not to be emotional. I'm emotional for Christ. I'm emotional for Christ. You ought to be able to shed a tear. Sometimes your deliverance can come through t- shedding of tears. Most of our men, a lot of our men, don't cry. What's wrong? You you but you're emotional. You don't cry, man, but you're emotional. But you're emotional for things that don't matter. But when it comes to Christ, you, you, you know, you're manly. But when it comes to everything else, you, you know, you, you're emotional. If, you're gonna, if you need emotions, man, I'm talking to my men. If you need emotions, then you should have some for Christ. I mean, you should have some tears every once in a while for Christ. What, 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 Daddy? Why are you crying, Grandpa? Why are you crying, Brother? Why are you crying? What, what, what? Because I, I just, I'm just emotional for Christ. I thank the Lord for what He did for me and where He brought me from. I'm not saying you make that a routine, but these are things that 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 bring to the surface, bring to the surface, the issues that hide the unforgiveness that's that's that that we sometimes pretend that does not exist. So you're not making them. Uh, 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 not uh, uh, making them righteous, you, you're forgiving them. And then on top of that, people, what about if they moved on? What about if they accept Christ? What about if they living a saved life? What about that? Sometimes we hold people, what about if their life have changed? We like to hold people and not even know, not even know if their life have changed. So feeling the offense Feeling what you're dealing with, dealing with what you're dealing with will allow you to move forward. And then you have to forgive the offender. Forgive the person. You see, you have to forgive them. It doesn't it doesn't matter how you see it. It doesn't matter what you think. You see, we, we, we have to forgive that person. We can't hold them. I don't know if we read Romans 12 and 19. I don't know. We're going to go to Romans 12 and 19. Let me see if I read that one already. But Romans 12 and 19. Let's see what it says. Romans 12 and 19 says, Dear friends. Well, let's go to the King James part of this. Dearly beloved. You know, it starts out real, real, real sweet. Dearly beloved. Beloved. You know, that that's that's emotional. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Don't go to avenge yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. I will repay. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. Leave your anger. Let God take care of that. You know, but, but you can't continue to hold people because that unforgiveness is it doesn't look good on you 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 know you get sick you things happen to you get attacked you know a lot of times we get attacked spiritually by the enemy because of unforgiveness you could still be a believer and still have unforgiveness 
you know, many times when, you, you know, you believe, or sometimes we believe we exempt from things, you know, well, you know, as a believer, uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I don't have to worry about this because, you know, the Lord is going to do this and the Lord is going to do that. The Lord is a perfect gentleman. He don't go beyond what you want him to have. If you don't want to forgive man, man, woman, boy, girl, then he's not going to, 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 to make you forgive because he's free will. He's a free will God. You know, I, I love the Lord. I've been uh, uh, saved over 20 years, 20 something years. And, 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 and what I will say uh, is that God has never made me do anything that I didn't want to do. Uh, uh, he he will strongly suggest he would put things in the way, but he don't, he's not that kind of God. So he's not into the to to the uh, 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 business of of strong arming you to make you do what it is that he needs you to do. Let's go to Philippians three uh, and thirteen and fourteen verse. It says, "No, dear brother, we're going to NLT. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved, but I focus on this one thing: forgetting the past." And looking forward to what lies ahead. You moving on. 14 verse said, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus calling us. I move on. I don't keep holding it. I'm not going to keep holding you. I'm not. Many relationships, man with woman and they have a kid and then, uh, you know, y'all didn't get along good and you still holding that guy. You can't hold him. You don't have to let him back in your life to hurt you. We're not saying that, but you don't have to hold him. You don't have to keep having unforgiveness because that's going to not look good on you. Or that woman left you, man, and and you don't like her no more. You feel in some kind of way about her. You don't have to hold her. You can't keep holding people. Amen. You, 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 you You don't keep holding people. Let people live. Amen. Let people live. I'm not saying to I'm not saying to forget it. What I'm saying for the sake of you, for the for your sake, you want to move forward. Amen. Move forward. So 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 it, it it's important that we do this because this has a lot to do with how we uh uh involve ourselves with the Lord. We can't really come to the throne of grace when we know that we ourselves have unforgiveness inside of us. Many times we think that is all right because this is what happened and nobody was there. But after you think about it, I, I pray that you think about what you're holding on to. I pray that you ask the Lord to show you, give you wisdom and guidance on how to fix this situation. What What do you need to do? Because it's not anything that's going to change unless you say, you know what? God, Lord, I'm sorry. I I forgive them. And that is a hard saying. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's doable. There's many, there there are many people that have asked the Lord for forgiveness. If you ask him to forgive you for holding, I guarantee the Lord will do it because he's that type of God. Amen. So this is a quick list about how do you forgive some more about this. So, if you want to, you can make a list of the offenses. That's, that's, you make a list of the offenses. And after you make the, the list, then you write this down. 
the, on a piece of paper what all who all offended you, who all did wrong to you. And when you make the list and you and you write it, get everything out, then you just tear it up. Or you burn it. You know, um, I hear people say they tear it up, but tear it up, tear it up. You can tear it up and put it, you know, away. And that's one physical uh, uh, way you can do it. You know, sometimes we live in a society where, you know, many times uh, there's a spiritual peace that, 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 you know, a lot of people don't, really embrace at the moment. So if you need to take the physical route, then you take that physical route. You write that piece of paper. And then after you write that piece of paper and you tear that piece of paper up, then you need to go to your Heavenly Father and you ask Him to forgive you for holding. For holding. Because you know what? Many times this is tied unto how we talk to God. We, If people did us things that's offensive and somebody violated our trust, when we talk to God and we communicate with him, we're doing the same thing. We're not talking to him as if he's a father and we're his children and he's going to be faithful and he's going to do what it is we ask him to do. No, we talk to him almost like, um, well, you know, if you can, if you feel like it, you know, um, I don't know if you want to. I don't even know if you, uh, if I'm worthy of it, but please do this or please do that and, and dust and so 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 we don't have that relationship and and we and we really many times we don't trust them when your uh when, when your trust has been violated many times i'm not saying all the time that's why i like to use the word many many times we can't uh believe god is going to do something different in our lives because we've been violated you know, I, 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 I pray that the violation that has happened to you, that you will be healed on today, that you will be delivered, that you will be set free, that forgiveness would be a part of you, that the Lord would do something great in your life, that that broken heart, that that violation that happened to you. God loves you. God, you know, and it's a, I can't really get into this right now because this is another uh, subject matter uh, we're going to be dealing with. But I, we have information. I, I, you know, I guess I can say some of it, though. But many times when you have things happen, people ask the question, where was God? Where was God? And with dealing in deliverance, we found out, we, we know that many times people have broken heart parts. They have broken pieces of their heart. And the Lord will allow, um, when things, these things happen to you, people's hearts become broken. And the only way to survive is to for that part of you to shatter, to break in pieces. For you to still survive. That's why many times you have people that have been violated sexually, emotionally, physically. And you still see them doing alright. Because they had a part of them that was affected had to be separated. It, it, it broke off. So that's that That's that part where we would say, oh, we put it in our subconscious, you know. And then when somebody starts talking about that, that happened, you know, all of a sudden you feel these emotions. That's why you want to deal with it. Because many times when you get offended and your heart is broken and you and it's broken to those pieces there's something there's an entity uh there's a demonic force there's a demonic spirit that will 
hold on to that part. Now, this might be above some people's head, you know, but we, we're going to be dealing with this stuff soon about the broken heart parts and how they uh, affect our level of uh, forgiveness and, and unforgiveness. So this is a part that we believe that the Lord played the part in. Of course, yeah, the Lord uh, um, uh, could have just directly intervened because there's many people who uh, things happen to and the Lord directly intervened. But this goes back really to the way the Lord set the family up. See, many times we, you know, we miss in parts, not to say you are responsible, but there's some responsibility in this because, you know, the Lord set the family up how, how he wanted it. Mother, father, that love him, that's believers, that have children that love him. And this family is protected and they guided by the man in the home and the woman. And they all one big happy family. A lot of times those things don't happen. So you have violations come in. That's another whole story. So I'm not putting blame and fault. What I'm saying is the law set families up a certain way. And we tend to, um, move ourselves from that area so there's doors that's open the enemy one of his things is he attacked the family if he can attack the family a lot of this stuff comes in so you know that's with anybody because you're dealing with forgiveness unforgiveness and things happening to you you being violated you know many times it happens because of you know things are not set in order and there's an order God has so I would pray I pray on tonight that 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 you get deliverance, amen, that you get delivered, that the Lord deliver you. Lord Jesus, we pray on tonight that you deliver your people in the areas that they need deliverance, Lord, that you touch, that you put that those broken pieces, those broken heart parts back together, and that little girl, that little boy can be as one, be as one with that person, and they can remember their childhood, re remember the good things that happened, and, and be able to move forward in the name of Jesus. Say, the Lord Jesus, rebuke you. You take your hands off of the heart parts. You let go. You remove yourself from out of their souls in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you would give them forgiveness to move forward and that they will be able to be around the, the, the people that may have done something to them and, and they'll be able to forgive and move on and they won't hold anything. Lord Jesus, we ask you, Lord, that you will continue to bless us, Lord, on today and give us insight and wisdom on your word and how to be effective in it. In the name of Jesus, we come against every strife, every division, every attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to touch our bodies and to remove anything from us that's not like you. We come against this in disease. We come against time bombs in the bodies. We come against every attack. Every attack in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of unforgiveness. Repeat after me. Say every spirit of unforgiveness that is in me. You come up, up, up and out of me right now in the name of Jesus. You no longer are allowed to stay in me. Every spirit of unforgiveness. Every spirit of strife. Every spirit of division. Every spirit of, 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 of low self-esteem. See, all of that deals with that. Lord Jesus, we ask you, Lord, to keep us. Keep us, Lord Jesus. We pray for more of you, Lord. For more of your spirit, Lord Jesus. More of your wisdom and how to effectively combat these thoughts, Lord. We come against the spirit of suicide. We come against the spirit of giving up. Throwing in a towel. 
in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, that you continue to bless each and every person that's on the call, that's on the broadcast. Lord, increase us, enlarge us, Lord. We pray right now in Jesus' name. We love you on today. The Lord love you most importantly. We have our Sunday services that you can call in on Sunday, 1030 Eastern Standard Time at 720-820-1583. If you desire to get in touch with me, you can at NoFleshGlory at Gmail. Let me make sure this is right because I have different emails. NoFleshGlory at gmail.com and let me do a little check here to make sure because let's see no flesh glory yes no flesh glory at gmail.com you get in touch with me if you need to <clears throat> talk or prayer amen I thank the Lord for you amen this this is my prayer that the Lord will increase you that the Lord will do something wonderful in your life this week amen you be blessed in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.